Right, let's focus our attention now on by-elections. They give us clues as to what happen, what might happen in the uh, provincial and national elections later this year. They do not give us a roadmap, but they certainly give us plenty of signposts. To talk about the seven elections, if we have time, certainly some appear to be more important than others. We're joined once again by election analyst Wayne Sussman. Wayne, a very good afternoon to you in all your commentary so far. Uh, you've been leading with the fact that the Mkonto West Siswe party uh, in its second foray into electoral politics uh, was involved in an election up in uh, Ngotsane in Upongolo in the northern part of KwaZulu-Natal. They didn't win. Uh, the IFP took that seat, holding on to a seat they had won before, but they took votes off both the IFP and the ANC. Tell us why you think this is significant. Thank you, John. Last week when we spoke, uh, NK had their first foray into the town of Freyheit, but there was there was a quirky ward. This was would this ward give us a better indication of what NK is likely to do because this is a ward where the ANC is also strong. And here you saw the IFP take votes from both the ANC and the IFP which shows that they are not uh, a fly-by-night party, that they need to be taken seriously. It's their second by-election. They fell just short of 20% last week. Here they got over 25% of the vote. In an area where the ANC and IFP have always been competitive with each other, to the lean IFP seat, very close contest. And that just shows that they're able to take votes from both parties, and that's a good way to build a platform. And in the coming weeks, as we move more to the south of the province and through the Natal Midlands, it'll be interesting to see whether they can continue to take votes away from areas which are traditionally more ANC areas. So let's let's say in KZN, Osizweni, um, uh, which is uh, I think about you say uh, some twenty k's outside of the Newcastle town centre in the Amajuba municipality. Uh, the IFP picked up uh, a lot of votes uh, off the ANC. Uh, all of this perhaps complicated by the participation of something called Team Sugar. Well, let's just go back before the 2021 local, uh, during the 2021 local government elections, the ANC almost lost half its seats in Newcastle. And this isn't a rural backwater. This is a significant uh, center in northern Kazunatel, an important part of the economy. And here they've lost another seat. So if they had to lose one more seat, they'd literally lose half their seat. So you see the ANC continuing to decline in Newcastle. And by the way, the EFF also lost considerable ground in this by-election. And the victors there were IFP and Team Sugar, who are in coalition uh, in governing that municipality. So the IFP will be buoyed by this result. Um, and although they lost ground to MK in Upongolo, this was a key result. And it also gives their coalition per se, uh, more breathing room with this additional seat now. Let's go to the Western Cape and, and big things happening in George. The ward was Ward 8 parked in Ballot's view. Uh, I don't know the profile of the ward. I'm sure you do. But uh, more crucially, tell us who did what and why it matters. Well, the PA went from 5% to over 60%. Uh, this, they've now won two by-elections uh, since 2021 in George. George is the third most populous municipality in the Western Cape. Large, um, a large amount of voters. 
And the PA are growing. I mean, they really struggled there in 2021. They've now won two wards. Um, and I think this is going to be a key battleground in the Western Cape. Uh, and PA have emerged as the most likely, remain the most likely uh, challenger to the DA um, in the Western Cape. And the DA will have a lot to uh, consider here over, again, if we look over a period of time, the DA have essentially lost half their support in this ward. Um, and the DA is very vulnerable, like the result in, on, in the Elgin Farms, the Teovitis Cliff also showed where the DA had a narrow win, but were affected by both the PA and good. So the larger context for those numbers, and, and you've always been very clear, Wayne, that these are, are pointers, not uh, absolute value predictors. Nevertheless, the larger context is, uh, is it, or let me ask you, is the larger context a vulnerability in regard to whether the Western Cape will, will remain uh, the governed by the Democratic Alliance. Is, is, that a, is that now very firmly in play? Do the numbers tell us that? We have very little data from the city of Cape Town, particularly areas like Mitchell's Plain and Athlone. Right. But if results like these get replicated on election night, we uh, the, the DA will really battle to get over 50%. I'm sure that at DA headquarters today, their great concerns at their decline um, in the Western Cape. Look again, John, we have these conversations often. The DA did win two seats in George or good uh, a few months ago. But these two particular results show a disturbing uh, trend for the party and they need to arrest that if they want to ensure that they continue to govern the Western Cape. The AMC uh, taking strain in a number of places but holding strong in two by-elections in the Northwest and the Free State. How, how consequential is that in terms of the extent to which Northwest and Free State contribute votes to the national election? Uh, are they obviously, the most populous provinces, I would assume, uh, would be what? Eastern Cape, KZN and Gauteng? No, Gauteng no, is the most in KwaZulu-Natal and in the Western Cape and the Eastern Cape duel it out for third place. But uh, no, the Northwest is the seventh and the Free State is the eighth. However, the Northwest result is important because, again, it's a pattern of results. We have seen a pattern of results since the 2021 local government elections that the ANC is strong in the Bordernala district, the platinum belt of the Northwest, and the EFF is declining somewhat. Why is this important? Because this is where over 50% of the voters in this Bordernala district are in the Northwest. Um, and uh, the ANC produced yet another good result, um, getting 80% of the vote. And this is good and the, the, for the ANC. And the significance of the Free State result is we have little data out of the Free State. It was the first election in this part of the Free State. And again, the ANC held firm despite the fact that the former ward councillor was a well-known ANC councillor. So the ANC will be very happy about those two results. So when let's let's step back from this and um, ask you this. I mean, I, I don't follow it as closely as you, which is a major reason why we invite you on and and enjoy your insights. But it seems to me that there are patterns that kind of take shape, but then get contradicted by individual by-elections. So on the one hand, uh, we see the IFP not doing as well as they would expect to do in Upongolo, but doing better uh, in the the other by-election in the Newcastle area. 
is is it a little bit of a back and forth? And is that in the nature of, of by-elections, some of the trends notwithstanding? John, that's why I'm glad we just spoke about uh, this muddy bang by-election. Mm-hmm. What we want to see with by-election analysis, is there a pattern which holds? We've seen that pattern in KwaZulu-Natal now, that MK is emerging, that the IFP are robust, taking a lot of votes from the EFF. We're seeing that in Maribeng, in that Bordranala district, that the ANC is solid. So yes, there are outliers in these trends. But over time, with uh, a number of by-elections, we are seeing trends emerge, which I believe will largely play out in this upcoming election. Thank you very much, Wayne Sussman, election analyst. Very, very interesting as always. I have to say, I find this fascinating. I, I love the way uh, that the, the, the numbers keep coming in. They raise as many questions as they provide answers. But what's particularly fascinating, and you can go to Wayne's analysis of that uh, on the Daily Maverick website, is he does micro, is it micro? He does very specific an- analysis of particular voting District. So even, for example, in uh, the by-election that took place uh, in Gauteng, I just want to make sure I give you uh, the, the absolutely correct uh, details of where it took place. It was an area of traditional uh, DA supports, and they took that seat in Bridell, Brentwood Park in Ikuruleni, uh, with an increased majority, 66% before 87%. Uh, but they're, uh, 87% in this Uh, by-election. But there are particular parts where there was a very specific EFF-ANC battle, uh, which reveals also sorts of interesting things as well. We do not know, we don't even have a date. What we do know is we definitely have an election battle taking shape. It's 26 minutes past four.